In the watch enthusiast universe, the watch enthusiasts are represented by two separate yet equally unimportant human beings. KC, who has nothing, and John John, who knows nothing. This is their podcast. The John John and Maddox Show! Hello everybody and welcome to the fourth inaugural episode of John John and Maddox! That's right everybody. (laughs) You expected another episode of Casey and John John. You know what? A fine episode to end our series, well, like our 39 alphabet, alphabet series. <laughs> yes. um, yeah. And it would have been, what, the 39th episode, which is yeah. perfect because it's J for John, John yep. obviously. Which is also um, episode 49, the last in the series. But, you know, this being the fourth episode of John John and Matic, this is a 3 8th episode of It's funny how things work out like that. Right. And do be like that the person sometimes. that you should complain to is right here. Hi, Marsh. Oh. Oh. Say, say hi. Hi. You're so rude. Hi. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Don't talk to me, okay? <laughs> just don't. I mean, then what's the point of you being on this podcast? Exactly. I'm, just, I'm just here for shits and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but the usual. Le- legitly, a few people have been messaging me on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, like some negative feedback once in a while. Yeah. And then I'm like, guys, you know who to send this to? And they're like, oh, right, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I never actually uh, read your messages, so it's all good. You know, keep them coming <laughs> and I'll never read them. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, but, no, but the, the point is to not send it to us because we don't want to read it either. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, uh, basically your complaints are... Uh, you know, they, they, they're just, um, yeah. So I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll probably become, like, be volunteering as a janitor and, like, keep deleting. Oh, yeah, yeah, send it to Vincent then. Yeah, keep deleting those, like, uh, complaints <laughs> yeah. that, that are directed yeah. to me, you know. He wants mm. a, he wants the cloud. Wow. The cloud <laughs> of wants all void. The, Vincent wants all the smoke, you know. <laughs> all right, there's actually a very good reason why we have these two jokers on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but also... Because it's it's the last episode before we celebrate one entire year of Casey and John John. Yep. An incredible year. Some would say the best year, actually, because of it, our presence. It's been one of the best years though, this past year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but defined by the Casey and John John show. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. But anyway, we shall jump in. Into our breaking news because yeah. we have, well, we have a couple of uh, big events, shall we say, that happened uh, over the past week or so. I'm kind um, of curious though. Is is breaking news a weekly segment of the week for the John John and Maddox show? Well, not there's really. There's only been because four. The, right? Because the John John and Maddox show doesn't occur weekly. Yeah, there's only been <clears> three A episodes. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Which which is also why I didn't say the weekly segment of the week. Right, right. Yeah, because it's not. Because it's not, mm-hmm. not True. at least not for the John John Animatic show anyway. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. Breaking news. Mm-hmm. Um, shall we start with uh, the dick that flew into space? You mean the well, 
Yeah, I can't deny that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a giant flying space dildo. Yeah, there was, so there was a dick that flew into space and also a, a, rocket that, a, a rocket that was shaped like a penis. Yeah. <laughs> a dick in a dick that flew to space. I, I, in case people don't know what we're talking about, of course, Jeff Bezos, um, in his literal dick measuring contest with Richard Branson. Um, <laughs> and soon be Elon Musk, I suppose. Yeah. Um, he went to space uh, just a couple of days ago. And okay, cool. Great. Technically, technically not, not real space, right? No, oh. technically he did. Richard Branson didn't. Ah, okay. Yeah. So mm. it's a line called, oh God, I can't remember. It was the the Car- Cartman line, I think. Cartman. Um, or like Eric Cartman. Eric Cartman. God, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't remember exactly what it's called. But there's a line that is generally accepted. I think it's like 76 kilometers or 72 kilometers from space. I mean, from the ground. Yeah. And that's uh, widely recognized as the line that separates um, Earth from space because that's where, I think, atmosphere, there's no atmospheric drag mm. anymore. Um, but for NASA and the USA, they count it as 50 kilometers because, of course, they do. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I think, if I remember right, Richard Branson was just over 50 kilometers, but Jeff Bezos went above this line. Maybe it's common line. Mm-hmm. Like K A M A N N, I think that's right. Like yeah. the Carmen Gia. Yes, that's right. So he actually went over the line. So Jeff Bezos did internationally go to space. Like it's internationally recognized yeah. that he actually went to space, and it's significant because I'm, I'm honestly not sure why that's a significant event. Because he, he wore in... a speedmaster to space. Oh, I thought it yeah. was because he went in a giant penis-looking uh, <laughs> shadow. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the yeah. He also so, wore a cowboy hat, hey, which, uh, yeah, which mm-hmm. is widely known as you know the official headgear for astronauts mm-hmm. and penises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think one interesting thing about it was the, the shape of the rocket. Doesn't look very aerodynamic, right? Um. Well, I would I would say it's shaped. To thrust through the atmosphere, right? <laughs> it's it's <made> penetrate, <laughs> penetrating into the stars. Well, it, shit. It looks like it's meant to thrust through like orifices, not voids, like the ozone hole. <laughs> <laughs> fair point. Fair enough. Oh, I guess God. that's right. <laughs> and, but seriously, have I've never seen? Okay, so most rockets are kind of phallic mm. by nature. Yes. But this is the most phallic rocket I've ever seen. Like they, well, they clearly took inspiration from Austin Powers. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And Austin Powers, of course, took inspiration from um, nature, let's call it. <laughs> it from biology. Because like, remember all the memes that were going around, right? Like everyone was yeah. like, okay, is it just me or does this look like a dick? So yeah. I, I just took a photo from the news and I just showed it to Denise. And I was like, hey, look, um, the guy from Amazon went to space. And mm-hmm. then she was like, why, why does it look like a dick? <laughs> like just, um, there was no hints given nothing. I was just like, hey, check out this news. And she was like, that's a dick. <laughs> but is, but is D-Nice not aware of the name Jeff Bezos? No, I mean, you know, like I was like just oh. mentioning extra details. Oh, I thought I thought like, you had to like explain it to her. Nah. Just spend too much time in, in the operation theater. Well, you know. 
not aware of the outside world. I'm sure Amazon has a hand in surgical tools as well. Probably. I mean, yeah, they sell so, pretty much everything. Yeah. So I wouldn't um, be surprised. But the, so the Speedy, why is it significant, <laughs> Casey? Seeing that you're the resident uh, Speedy, I, w- I wouldn't say expert. Whore. But, you know, whore. Speedy yeah, whore. Whore is a good word. So, so you see, back in the day, right, the Speedmaster, mm-hmm. and this is a little known story. A lot of people don't know this, but... Yeah. The, the Speedmaster was actually the first watch on the moon. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of like wow. space heritage yeah. to the Speedmaster. And that's why it's like so significant yeah. that he wore it yeah. to just penetrate into space. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you know, just um, incredibly important and momentous and um, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure that there are like design details that differentiate this particular uh, Speedmaster. Professional, obviously. Uh-huh, is, uh-huh. is this oh, a yeah. you know, professional tool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, uh, for professional tools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what, what differentiates this from the normal Speedmaster that actually went into the moon? Right. Or so, on the moon, rather. You know, there are a lot of Speedmasters out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Um, yeah. I like to say that all of them are different. And, and this one's different mm-hmm. because this is the only one that is Jeff Bezos's. Yeah. Actually, apparently they got it made for like the other people that went up with him as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so what I do, the actual facts that I do know are that um, they said that it was a Haslite, but it mm-hmm. looked like a Sapphire. Okay. Okay. And also, they said it was a standard professional, but it looked like a, it had an applied logo. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't was, know you I guys. There was, there was some like blue origin uh, s- stitching or embroidery or some kind of shit like that okay. on it. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I didn't, I didn't really bother with the details. Honestly, like I personally don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna be frank. I didn't expect you guys to actually want actual info, because even I didn't care. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, but because you're the resident Speedmaster whore, mm-hmm. so we just assume that you would, uh, yeah, you would delve into this story. Yeah. yeah, well, I feel like mm. I've got better yeah, shit to do now. Well, you've left us disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Although that's to be expected. Right. Anyway, moving on to the other <laughs> very controversial story. Um, this one's this one's good. Mm. I like so, this. One. So this so this this is a continuation. What, was it last week that we discussed this? Yes, I think last so. week or two weeks ago. But yeah. you know, very recently, um, was it Antiquorum? Antiquorum mm-hmm. had a had an auction, and part of this auction was a the new green dial fifty seven eleven. Um, that was that was still in like factory plastic wrapping and all that yeah, kind of yeah. shit, right? Um, so in one of the photos, they actually exposed the person who consigned this, uh, particular watch. And this watch, it sold at auction already. It sold at at auction for just shy of half a million USD. Yeah. I think, I think that's with all the fees and shit, um, added up. Mm -hmm. But still. But still, that's a lot of money for... I mean, I wouldn't say a basic watch, but yes. Yes. <laughs> but for, you know, a $30,000 watch, yes. that's a, that's that's a all... ridiculous um, That's almost 20 marginal. times MSRP. Yes. Mm. That makes a GMT master look reasonable. Mm. Yeah. 
And that's saying something. Yeah. But yeah, you were mentioning about, you know, the pictures on Instagram, right? So one, so one of the pictures actually exposed the person who had bought and subsequently um, consigned this to auction. Um, mm-hmm. A certain Gregory Powell. Yep. I, I assume that's how you would pronounce P-A-U. Okay, dude, I'm going to come clean. Um, when I first saw that, mm-hmm. I legitimately thought it was a Chinese dude. It's not, right? It's not. Oh. It's some um, um, like... Oh, God. I look. I I didn't ass, I didn't assume race or ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. So our friend Vincent here, he reposted uh, Waco's uh, story. Very very angry story on this particular subject. Yeah. But he where, so Waco did say that this guy was Asian, and I was like, huh? <laughs> really? Yeah. I I would not have considered that like this person's race or ethnicity but mm-hmm. um yeah it's just Con- the word power man yeah so i'm so used to gregory z our <laughs> friend greg hi greg <laughs> so when i heard gregory power i was like ah these gregory's are motherfuckers gregory. I, I mean i mean in a way it sort of makes sense because like most of most of us chinese have like a three alphabet surname like yeah. Bao Ling Long something I don't know that's racist <laughs> that's racist <laughs> also, also, Ling, also Ling and Long aren't three letters <laughs> L-O-N and L-I-N which I am L-I-M so it kind of makes sense <laughs> well what about what about Ng here mm-hmm. uh, two letters okay la. yeah I'll, I'll give you that yeah but yes this is Gregory Pao um, he's kind of been doxxed right yeah. Um apparently apparently this was like the son of um this watch store in Barcelona's mm-hmm. owner mm-hmm. or former owner because apparently they've, they've closed down in, since May. Yep. Um yeah. So um his name has been making the rounds. The first thing you you google the first thing that comes up when you Google Gregory Powell is Gregory Powell Patek. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and and also the, the 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 story of this doxing from a particular website which I'm not going to name mm-hmm. mainly because I don't remember what it is, but <laughs> <laughs> not, not for privacy reasons. For, but but also you know I respect people's privacies unlike this person. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, but, but there's there's also been a lot of, of vitriol pouring out towards uh, this Gregory. Yep. Um, this poor. Mostly, Greg. mostly in mostly indirectly through like you know people posting stories or people posting memes. Mm-hmm. Um, some have even like messaged the that that watch store. I think it was like Watch Gallery Barcelona or something. Yeah, like that. something like that. Yeah. Um, people have actually messaged that their their Instagram account. Um, like, like to to rage at at how how dare they mm-hmm. let this guy um, consign this brand new watch to auction and and how disgusting this behavior is. And personally, like, so what? Yeah, firstly, you are the guys who are giving the hype that is causing these prices to go up so so yeah. high in the first place. You know, so fucking what, man? Like, yeah, I mean, it's. It's not like you're ever going to be able to get one in the way. <laughs> and legitly, doesn't this seem like an inside job? Because, mm. okay, so be, what, what I'm thinking is, um, this dude, right? So he, 
his mom, right, owns his watch store or something like that? Supposedly, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Priscilla, was and, it Priscilla or something? Priscilla. Yeah. yeah, it's a Priscilla yeah. Newman. Yeah, no, no relation to Paul uh, Newman. Paul. Yeah, Paul this, Newman. This is a Paul Newman. Uh, Gregory Paul, Paul Newman. Newman. <laughs> Gregory Paul Newman. Yeah, he is actually Gregory Paul Newman. Damn, Paul, Paul, not Paul. There's no yeah. Paul. But but don't get no, but, Paul, but you don't but you you don't say Paul Newman you for the purpose Paul, of so this. Uh, Gregory Paul. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It makes sure. sense. Yeah. it all lines up. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> go on. What oh, a segue. Um, what I wanted to say was so. They're, they're in this watch retail business together. Presumably, the past year has not been too kind to this watch retailer. Mm-hmm. And they're closing down. And what they have is a, f- a Patek Nautilus that they've just received. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's fresh in the wrapping and everything. And they're closing down the store anyway. So, do you sell it to a regular guy before you close? Or mm-hmm. do you take this fucking watch and tell Patek, like, oh, screw your fucking rules about... Um, not being allowed to sell it in packaging and all that, and just fucking send it to uh, an auction and get your fucking money's worth. Mm-hmm. Because clearly, it fucking worked. Yeah. Yep. And the repercussions are basically internet hate. And that's about yep. it. Because mm. are you going to penalize the watch store? Well, it's closed. Yeah. Are you going to blacklist the guy? Well, fuck you. There's like, as we've mentioned, fuck that. There's like so many other watches out there to buy anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, who gives a damn? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I have a feeling it's basically an inside job. Like they intentionally did it mm-hmm. because of the fact that they were closing down. Yeah. yeah, that's how I'm reading it anyway. To me, I feel I feel like the the anger towards this kind of mirrors like all this anger that that these. These billionaires are are facing due to you know deciding that oh you know I'm gonna go to space and do all this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fly to space like this dick this dick measuring contest in space uh, and then everyone everyone's like chiming in with their own opinions it's like mm-hmm. oh you know you could you have better use for your money you should mm-hmm. be helping the you should be helping the starving and the poor and all that kind of shit as if yeah. they care they're not they're not listening to all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I, f- I feel, I feel like, I feel, I feel like all, all of this, and and some, and some of the vitriol is almost like virtue signaling. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Like because everyone is just jumping on that, like, oh, how, how, how dare you do this? You should be doing this thing instead. And then, okay. and other people are just like, oh yeah, I should, I should feel the same way as well. So mm. speaking of virtue signaling, right? So yeah. I was talking to you to you about this earlier. Um, for those guys who don't know, um, today. As of the time we're recording this podcast, um, mm-hmm. Malaysia had like our highest ever daily number of cases, right? We had 15,000 cases. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, obviously some people are going to post, oh, look, 15,000 cases. Looks like we're on the road to 20,000. Mm-hmm. So road to 20,000 started um, trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then all these same virtue signalers came yeah. out. Mm-hmm. And they were all saying the same thing. Like, oh, screw anyone who's making... Uh, road to 20k trending yeah fuck anyone who's talking about uh road to 20k yeah mm. not realizing that they are the ones chiming into that chiming yeah, you're in part of the trend now mm-hmm. yeah so like i i legitimately just clicked onto it for fun and i would say 90 percent of the posts are people saying why is road to 20k trending this is not funny yeah mm-hmm. but by posting that you're making it trend. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's all this virtue signaling again and it's all just a huge gigantic circle joke. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that 
you know, like in this case, people are causing hype for the green Nautilus again. Yeah. yeah. So more people are going to want it again because, oh my God, it's worth that much? Yeah. yeah. So it's just a vicious cycle. And yeah. I think it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, for, 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 for a lot of us, we're just, you know, looking out from the sidelines, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's amusing to see and then just like observe all the behavioral, uh, you know, whatever that's mm. coming out of this entire phenomenon. Right. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, for me personally, I just don't, I don't really care. I'm like, John, I just laugh at it and just yeah. move on. Yeah. I mean, for, for, for me, what I, what I feel and what I think about all of this shit is like, if you were in their situation, what would you do? Yeah. What right? would you do? Yeah. Right. If you if put you yourself had, in the you shoes of like these guys. If you had like unlimited money mm-hmm. and as a kid, you had this dream of going to space. Yeah. Do if I can make that happen, I'm going to make that I'm fucking happen. As if I'm going to right. care about what people are going to say on Twitter. Yeah. You know, I'm going to realize money. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. And, like, the thing, the thing is, you know, everyone is socialist until they're rich. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Your prevailing that, socioeconomic wow, wow, wow. theory. That is, well, that is actually uh, a theory that is, that's actually come from a, a comedian, a British comedian called... Philip Wang. Sounds like a real one. <laughs> well, he is real. I've actually seen him live. And he's, he is hilarious. So uh, check him out. Um, he's also half Malaysian. Uh-huh. Shout out. Ooh, shout out. Uh-huh. Shout out to Malaysian comedians in mm. the greatest of Britons. Yeah. But, but screw Uncle Roger for not replying this. <laughs> Damn it. I'm, wor- I'm working on that. Okay. Also sponsor us. Thank you. Also sponsor us. <laughs> um, but Yeah. That's, we'll that's try my that. view. We'll try it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you have any problems with that view, you know who to contact. Basically, the spam folder for uh, yeah, yeah, John just, just, <laughs> just um, shoot me an email and don't expect a reply. <laughs> that's just how it is. That's the mo. You know. <laughs> this this can you see like this is a you know I don't give a fuck so. You know, you know what I really like about this? I like how much Marsh is trying to hide his aneurysms. Or trying to talk through them. I'm like, not even oh, trying no. to hide it anymore. No, you will guys, see it in like... Guys, I'm not, I'm not reading it, guys. I, I don't care. I, uh, this is the MO. Uh, I, I'm medically trained, man. I can hear the pain. <laughs> but, I'm very glad that you uh, took notice of this. But yeah. even, It makes me feel even better that you're trying to feed the entire thing, you know. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for if that. If you die first... I'm next in line to be in charge of Matic. So this is my long-term hostile takeover plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the only reason that's keeping me alive. Oh my god, I'm not like KC. No, 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 no. Not this motherfucker. No, 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 no. So, so basically next would be KC designing for D3 as well, right? Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> I plan to take over all of Marshall's duties except for the negative feedback. <laughs> oh, it's not that happening, one, man. That's, that that's, one will go to Vincent. That's part and parcel. Yeah. <laughs> part and parcel of the... Uh, yeah. I'm, just, oh, I'm just gonna swipe left and press delete. You know. The big yeah, boy sure. is gonna get a big aneurysm. <laughs> the, the big boy, the big boy no give big fuck, you know? <laughs> oh my god. But, oh, um, god. but speaking of, um, you know, listening to people die inside... Uh, we have uh, we have the weekly segment of the week brought over from the Casey and John John show into um, this. That's a nice one. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is the cliche corner. Yeah, 
Yes. It's been a while since we've it's had that, while. actually. Actually, it's not even a weekly segment of the week for Casey and John John anymore because we haven't done it in a while. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was a weekly segment of the week. Now it's just yes. a, a segment. It's a recurring segment of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what, this, this week, our cliche is yes. speaks to you. Yes. So, um, Marshall. Oh, no. <laughs> you... This is my weekly aneurysm <laughs> of the week. How? How would you how would you define this cliche, Marshall? Okay, so basically, you see a watch. You know, like you know, you go to the you go to the watch store, and I look you look at the display cabinets, and then sometimes sometimes you see like a watch in a far corner, maybe in a in a very uh, obscure um, corner of the the, the cabinet, mm-hmm. and then you can hear this little voice of hey, enthusiasm. Marshall. Hey, Marshall. Hey, little bitch, bitch. <laughs> Buy me. Buy, buy me. Which is exactly what we've been, you know. Every time we talk about a timepiece in the in the chat group, we're like, buy, buy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like no context. Buy it. Just buy it. Just buy it. You know. And yeah, at the end of the day, it's it is it is exactly what you know what I just uh, described. The little watch, uh, the voice of that little watch in the corner saying, buy, acquire, <laughs> buy lah, just buy lah. You know, just right yeah. inside of the glass cabinet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's essentially what it is in a nutshell. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, m- medically speaking, uh-huh. um, this is called an auditory hallucination. Oh God! <laughs> which is a symptom of psychosis. Well, mm-hmm. fuck. Okay. And is part of the diagnosis for schizophrenia. Oh, Damn. So great! We're all. Um, I, I'm very proud to say that the Casey fucked. and John John tagline, and mm. more widely speaking, the Penangological Appreciation Group tagline. Yeah. Um has been so ingrained in people's minds yeah. that it's causing schizophrenia. In them. Well, we're bringing awareness to women. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, it's good. So, um, you know, most of the time, um, you know, we don't want to, we don't um, want to make fun of, you know, mental illnesses because, mm-hmm. you know, mental illnesses are a serious thing. Yeah. Auditory hallucinations are a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you hear the phrase baila, yeah, go with it. Yeah. That is the only. That's bit. when you know you're in trouble. <laughs> that is the no 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 no. That's, that's the, the first sign. Like, the first sign of. That's the only time you should ever give in to the voices in your head. Correct. Thank you, John. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Marshall God. just giving terrible advice. Go yeah. On. If it's te- if it's telling you to kill yourself, please seek help. Seriously. Seek. Yes. If it's telling you to buy, seek support. Seek support from your other friends who are telling you to buy. Okay, yes. the Casey John Joshua does not take any responsibility for any financial difficulty that has been, you know. <laughs> but Marshall does. No, 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 no. But I thought you were giving Casey a, and John John giving a disclaimer, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. At first, he's like saying he he doesn't care at all, but he's just like putting out disclaimers right now. I know, right? I know. Yeah, like, come on. Don't do another uh, aneurysm. How many aneurysms so far, Marshall? I don't know. It's more than. You know, I'm trying to count. I, I, I think know, you man. need the toes as well. I'm going for therapy tomorrow, so yeah. Be- be- before, before he, he generally, genuinely has a, uh, a massive aneurysm. And dies. Um, so have you had any experiences of watches speaking to you that has compelled you to purchase or follow the code of Casey and John John? <sighs> well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep it at that, you know. Or maybe we could like, you know, uh, could ask maybe Casey, or yeah. Oh, come on, my, let's 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 let's, uh, let's play a little bit of a game. 
My answer is going to give John an aneurysm, and John knows what it is. Don't tell me it's that dress KX. You know where it is. Oh my god. <sighs> well, basically, went to the store, saw the watch. It spoke to me. We've heard and the then, story. So what did he tell you? Like, I know, yeah, Byla, but what is Byla? To be fair, at that time, it wasn't just the watch that was speaking, it was also exactly. me and Shan. I was just going to say, <laughs> I could hear voices telling me Byla. I identified two of them it was, as it wasn't, John. It wasn't just a watch on his wrist telling him to buy. Like, it was the, yeah. both sides of the ear, like like these headphones that we're yeah. wearing. You, you know how, you know, like there's, there's like an angel and a devil on each side of your yeah. shoulder. Mm-hmm. I just had like two devils, just John and Shen. Yep. And like, like, like earphones, we basically had our mouths just cupping Casey's ears <laughs> and just like, Bye-la. Oh God, that's so graphic. And it's right in his ear on both mm-hmm. sides. It was, yep. a, it was a surround yeah. sound experience. Mm-hmm. It was like ASM, ASMR, but bye. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You, you pretty much got it right. And mm. and uh, I could have resisted those two voices. Yeah. yeah. But then there was a third voice in front of me that's also saying Baila. And that was the yeah. uncle yeah. who owns the store. And there, was, <laughs> there was also a fourth voice that was on your phone. <laughs> on, on my phone. That, that, was, out, that was like a text message voice. La, but yeah. yeah, shout out Imran. And then finally, of course, there's, you know, yeah. the the fucking watch itself yeah, yeah. so there are like five voices telling me to buy la so i bought la yeah mm. yeah any regrets no no regrets mm. Mm. no yeah, regrets Good. you see it worked this out is, this is why this is why we say buy la mm. but because there you is, only, there is you only ever regret when you buy there is a regret but when you don't it's buy true. it's true it's very there true. is a regret what? but what? it's not from me it's and from you john you oh. regret that I bought it. But I'm happy to be part oh, wow, okay. of your purchase. Now he's changing the story. Oh, okay. no, I remember no, this. Like, I'm, I'm happy to be part of that purchase. That is forever the, the on the record. No, no, we're done. Moving on, Vincent, your story. Vincent, your story. Uh, Vincent has a watch like... ever spoken to you. We all know John loves address KX now. Vincent? <laughs> That was quick. I thought I thought John like <laughs> shot himself in the foot at first. <laughs> he, did, he did. He did. John just wants to die inside. Ah, but my condolences. Yeah. <laughs> Vincent, let me guess. You, it's definitely uh, your uh, your latest acquisition. Oh yes. Seiko. Uh, it is another Seiko. That was, yeah. That was super <laughs> random though. Big yeah. Boy. Yeah. The big boy. The big boy just uh asked a flan and then a flan give me a give me a good good price and big boy whip out the small wallet. Then just buy them. Yeah, it's basically the a, the Seiko uh, 62 mass uh, reissue, the mm. modern reissue. Uh, wow. It's Flex. a SPB 143. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's sort of like a grey dial and a black bezel mm-hmm. that looks pretty grey as well because it's like stainless steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very handsome piece. But yes. I gotta admit, when you were uh, yeah, it, it was. It, it, it was quite funny when you texted the groom. He's like, guys, oh, I did a little thing. <laughs> I did a thing. I'm like, what? What did you do? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, but here's the thing, though. In watch groups, people always say, I did a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that always only means one thing. Yeah. Because yeah. watch people only do one thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, Baila. I mean, you, you wouldn't naturally like tell people, like, hey, guys, I did the thing. I sell something. But yeah. you would actually tell people like you would buy something and then yep. you want people to celebrate with you. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that, that watch sort of like uh, spoke to me over in the internet instead of like the <laughs> instead, instead of like the the glass shelves or whatever whatever you call okay. them. 
Okay. Welcome to the new age. Yeah. Wi-Fi mm. speaks to you. <laughs> yeah, Pretty much. It's, it's even more intense when, when you get your vaccine. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I, I'm the telling bandwidth you, on that, man. I'm yeah. telling you, the, five, the 5G is just like yeah. ringing. It, mm. speaks, it speaks even louder. Mm. And quicker. Yeah. So, so guys, get vaccinated. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So that you yes. can hear that phonograph sound. Boop, 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 boop. Sort of thing. <laughs> I've been getting by me in Morse code on and no. off. <laughs> <laughs> what the? It's just, it's just on and off. Like, just once in a while. I just hear... Oh, mine, mine just goes in binary code. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Advanced. Technology these days, man. It's wow. crazy. Yeah, man. Big you can boy. just inject it into yourself. Yeah, big <laughs> boy, big tech, big injection. Yeah. Mm. Big 5G. Yeah, big 5G. Get them, yeah. <laughs> so, mm. moving back to you, John. What about you? Yeah. Um, I presume the latest. Um, yeah, was, that you was... may or may not have bought. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was going to say the, the latest watch that I may or may not have bought. Um, may or may not have spoken to you? So, Wait, what does that mean? May or may not have so, bought. You already so got it, right? It may or may not. What's the insider <laughs> story on this? That is that. That's the whole joke, Marshall. If you if you actually listen to our episodes, no, then I you would you would. Sorry, get I've it. been too busy the past week. I'm so sorry. Oh. Uh, Fuck you, lah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you resume. Typical <laughs> Asian parent not supporting his kids. Right. Yeah. Our daddy ignores us. On brand. Very on brand. Yeah, isn't you supp- uh, like you are supposed to like guilt treat him? You don't listen, lah. Don't listen more. Uh, see la. Uh, see la. Uh, Buy see? another watch uh, Fine, uh, I'm gonna join a band instead. <laughs> no future one. Join band. Uh, I am gonna be a comedian. I'm gonna be an artist. Okay. Yeah. So uh, as we as we know, there's there were three versions of uh, Alan Silverstein, um, Louis Arad mm-hmm. collab, right? Yep. And the one what? that the one obvious candidate spoke to me the most was the one with an actual face on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess at least anatomically it works because it had a, it had a mouth. Yeah. mouth. It had it had mm. mouths in various positions. Oh, mm. mm. yeah, very kinky. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's the one. That's the one that I went with. And again, another example of wireless. Yeah, speaking exactly. to you. Yeah. Mm. So back to you, Marshall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. What? <laughs> Tell us about a watch that speaks to you. <sighs> okay. Let's Spoke see. To you. Most recently, I think it, if I had to pick, it would definitely be the um, Hoyer Carrera 1996, 1964 re-edition. Oof. That watch was, um, you know, for a long time, I really wanted a Carrera. But you know the the, the 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 more popular references are so expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, this was actually I actually bought this from Pete. Mm-hmm. He gave me a pretty good price with uh it was it came with the like, original papers, original box, mm-hmm. and wow, like I never seen um because I was really I, I'm really into racing and and I feel like there's this certain I don't know how to put it into words, but when I look at the watch, it reminds me of of it gives me a feeling of like yeah that's. That's a, the epitome of Hoyer in a watch, but and nobody talks about it. You know, I think that's the, the the one thing that really draws me to the watch. Not many people are. Um, it's not a watch that is overly hyped, like mm-hmm. most of the pieces that you see, like the the uh, Monaco Dark Lord, whatever. This is one of the those kind of models that really flies under the radar. Um, 
so yeah, it really just I never felt that way about a watch before. It's a great size, came a really nice perforated strap. It's a very well balanced watch, and it really um, yeah, man of winding chronograph. I believe he has the same caliber as the uh, okay, never mind. One of the, the speedmasters. Speed mm, yep. Yeah. Uh, it's a Limania. Mm, yep, yep, yep. Something I can't remember. 18, yeah, yeah something I can remember. It's the Omega 1861. Yep, 1861, the, correct. Yep. In the Limania caliber, is a different number, I think. Mm, yeah. yeah so that, I can't remember what it is. That watch really... Um, spoke was, to you. Yeah, it was a full package for me, well, really. It, it um, did really spoke to him then. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, many over the years, I've seen many different watches that really... Um, I almost just pulled the trigger, but I never really... Uh, came to that point mm-hmm. but this one was was different i don't know what is it what's what exactly is it about it that really um, um really yeah but yeah it felt like it spoke to me you know <laughs> at the end of the day it's a it's a contradiction you know that's just how it is man yeah. I, I, when when was when was the first point where it spoke to you the first time was 2018 sometime around there i got this last year uh 2018 was when i first gone in contact with pete right right so shout out pete pete in the front room go support us they already uh yeah. i mean f- i mean if you don't know the front room is actually an unofficial home of the matic but yeah, yeah um that was the first time i got in contact with him and then uh, we were trying to organize for the event and one day he just brought over one of these watches he had he had a a, a really nice collection and he had like this uh, uh 2014 speedmaster first omega in space and then he brought this along with him as well, which is the, uh, the Hoyer that I just talked about. Hmm. And wow, it's, my gosh, that watch was uh, is really something. Although I wish it was, it came in black because <laughs> the black one oh. is really phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just really happy with, uh, with the purchase overall. Never really regretted it. It's probably the most money I put on, put in for a watch so far. Right. Um, but yeah, super happy with it and uh, definitely a watch that I could really um, you know hold on to for many years cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cool so yeah well speaking of uh, watches that speak to you mm-hmm. um, we actually well moving on to our main topic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the reason why Marshall is here today yeah other mm-hmm. than aneurysms yeah mm. um, Fuck. is that we actually <laughs> instead instead of having a watch that speaks to you Mm-hmm. We have a person that will speak for this watch, oh, wow. <laughs> which is uh, which is Marshall. Oh shit! Wow, so, uh, the person who spoke to the watch, spoke and to the watch its creation. Yeah, it was its daddy. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So many, so many kids, Marshall. Yeah, I haven't even signed a dot. Wait, no, we're all we're all <laughs> Mr. Furry's. Uh, we're all Mr. Furry's kids, you know. So, nah, you'll always be my daddy. Yeah. Okay, that sounded too. weird. <laughs> what I feel like this sharp pain in my head right now shit <laughs> anyway uh, yeah where were we what were we supposed to talk about again <laughs> you're supposed to plug your product now ah. shamelessly sell to the masses ah, buy the, the masses SD1. that listen to this podcast. buy the D3 SD1 that's all I have to say <laughs> you know uh, I mean the prototypes are coming along I mean okay following from our previous episode with Emmanuel mm-hmm. uh, Monsieur Emmanuel Dietrich uh, that was a great episode. Go check it out if you haven't. Um, we be. Yeah. So their SD1, the prototypes came in. So overall, I'm super happy with the way it looked visually. Um, of course, there are going to be, there's actually going to be a few tweaks uh, that w- would have to be made to um, first things first, the, the bracelet. 
and mm-hmm. also the be- the the bezel the bezel action is something that we have to continue to improve because it sounds mm-hmm. my unit at least sounds like look at that it's really rough right right mm-hmm. so this is something that we have to refine eventually mm-hmm. um i think overall it looks great like i never expected sapphire um you know sapphire material to look so good on the dial because you don't you don't see a lot of watch i don't think you've i don't think i've ever seen a watch brand that uses like sapphire on the dial Main right? sponsors mm. okay <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i mean it's all good all good for the team it's not like the attrition sponsor you know anyway <laughs> we're all yeah. we all short of money yeah. so but go yeah, buy it, the sd1 it, it's definitely yeah. rare like it's mm. super uncommon to see yeah. um, mm-hmm. sapphire dials on the market. Mm-hmm. I'd, honestly, other than Ming, I can't think of any other off the top of my head. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, it is something yeah. that Emmanuel wanted to uh, implement for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, felt like this was the right model to give it a sh- to experiment with, right? Right. So um, yeah, and then I think the bracelet was really. Uh, I don't know if you saw pictures of the bracelet. Uh, I did send you guys some videos, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the bracelet mm-hmm. is something that's. I think. It, big highlight of the, of the prototype itself um although there are some comments from uh from the team uh they're saying that the bracelet you know the hex the hexagonal elements links a little bit too rounded so i think what we're going to do is we're going to try to make the watch a little bit uh make it sharper make the edges the beveling on the edges a bit sharper mm-hmm. so it gives the, the watch a little bit more of a, a, like a angular look, yeah I guess. yeah something a little bit more sharp and edgier Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, yeah, overall, I just wanted to get your opinion on this, right? So we have a push pin configuration, right? Mm-hmm. So what are your experiences like? Like, do you prefer a push pin, or you, or do you like prefer a screw, screw pin? Is that what it's called? Yeah, for like a bracelet. Right. So I'd like to get all of your opinions. Um, Casey, you want to go first? Mm. Okay, so my personal experience, um, I personally prefer screws mm-hmm. because they are easier to adjust. But it literally is a one-time thing. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. I do have the tools to change both um, push pins as well as screws. Mm. But uh, there is definitely one thing. So I've adjusted both screws and push pins. And screws, of course, are easier because with push pins, you can lose, you know, it's a pin and collar system, I yeah. guess, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sometimes if you're a little bit unlucky you can lose the collar mm-hmm. yeah. and if you lose the collar it's gone Like you're, yeah. you're never going to find it it's so yeah. small but on the other hand um, I have had a couple of times where I've uh, readjusted the watch and the screws have come a little loose yeah. you can see them poking out just a little bit now I know by right when you do these things you're supposed to use Loctite yeah, because that's supposed to keep it anchored. But I don't have Loctite on my hands, so I just screw them down, um, you know, to a reasonable tightness because I don't want to make it too tight either. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so with push pins, I've never had a failure, yeah, so far at least. But with screws, I've had a couple of near misses. Mm. So, but I think that may be user error on my part. That may just be me not mm. torquing it down enough, but. Yeah, I'm I'm personally fine both ways, but I would probably see people in general prefer, preferring screws because I think it just seems more premium. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people it, associate the screw pin with a more premium type of bracelet, mm. I guess. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. I'm coming from a perspective of like, yeah, we have to make the watch idiot proof right <laughs> yeah so people who, uh, who don't have uh, tools and all it's it has to be easy for them to go and 
you know, adjust and then and, uh, resize the bracelet themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. But at the same time, we're uh, quite concerned because, um, you know, screws, they will inevitably uh, increase the thickness of the, bri- of the bracelet, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's going to be something that I have to look into with Emmanuel. But okay. uh, the, what do you guys think, uh, Vincent and John? Uh, I think it's, it, it has two perspectives, actually. Like, uh, mm. So coming from... Being an owner of the Time Companion of Dietrich. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's... It's a nightmare, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a nightmare. Because I can't... I, because I don't have the tools to adjust yeah. the links. So I can't take the screws off and whatnot. So I actually have to, like... I actually went to, like, three... Uh, mm. Three watch boutiques or whatever you call them. And then, like, first two of them, they don't have the proper screws to take mm. them off. So it actually like sort of damaged my oh yeah uh, yeah it happens yeah yeah so okay. that's okay. I think I think that's the flaw of not not yeah. like flaw but that's like the downside of having like a screw system mm-hmm. and like uh, on the other hand like what Casey said like the screws are perceived as a much more premium sort mm-hmm. of like thing rather mm-hmm. than a push pin but. Mm. Also, push push pin. I I think it's much more universally um, available Implement. for everyone to actually do right. it themselves. Yeah. Mm. For for context, right for our listeners, I think uh, just to elaborate a little bit on the time companion bracelet hmm. uh, is a little bit different because uh, you know screw pins like most of us would understand it as like one. Single-sided uh, screw. It's only on one side, right? Yeah. The yeah. Time Companion has the screws on both sides. Yeah. In order a few to watches have that, I think. Yeah. yeah. You need like one, like a drive on one side and the other. Yeah. Just yeah. to hold yeah. it and the other one to like. Yeah. yeah. It was it. yeah. It was, it was a nightmare because mm-hmm. when I first got my uh, my piece unit, I'm flexing, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I had to resize it. I had to resize it, and I had to use like both hands, and it has to be screwed down. Uh, simultaneously and it was terrible because there was nothing I could use to hold on to the watch right. and you had to be super balanced you know and it's mm-hmm. ridiculous mm-hmm. okay yeah and eventually I don't know I sent it to uh, Time and Time Emotions shout out to Time Emotions yeah sponsor us shout out Patrick and Cynthia yeah that's, mm. that's why my, that's why I in like eventually go to as well because I yeah. actually yeah. asked Marshall, hey, yeah. where the fuck do yeah. you go? Where can I go? Yeah. <laughs> where the, the actual fuck do you go to yeah. just this big boy? Yeah. <laughs> and so, I, I think all of us yeah. are customers of Time and Motion. Yeah, they're probably like, whoa, so many uh, Dietrich Time companions came in yeah. recently. Because, I mean, seriously though, like, those they're guys good. do great work. They're very good, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah they're really great. Yeah, good friends mm. of ours. Uh, please visit them. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they should sponsor us as well. Yeah. Yeah. John, what do you think? What do you think of... Push pin or screw screw pin bracelets. Uh, for me, for me, it comes from a aesthetic standpoint, Right. He doesn't like bracelets, so he just discards exactly because I, I don't like. I mean, I would resize the bracelet in case I mm. ever want to have mm. want, want to wear it on a bracelet. Yeah. Um, but that never happens. And then, yeah, that never <laughs> So, like, it makes okay. no difference to me. Right. Um, I, I, but I think but the like, only yeah. watch hmm? you have a bracelet on is the Pelagos, right? The, the Pelagos and the sub. Right, okay. Well, the Pelagos is different. It has a very unique mechanism, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it also has a screw-based yeah, yeah, yeah. adjustment, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, John, you were saying, sorry? No, I mean, like if, if Marshall says that if it's if you, you want to use a, a screw-down mechanism, then 
and then that thickens the bracelet. Mm. And if that in turn kind of messes with the aesthetic, the overall mm-hmm. aesthetics of the watch, then yep. you should go with uh with just a spring mm. the push pin. Yeah, mm. the, yeah, the yeah. push pin um I, I think I think I agree with that. Like yes, screws do are perceived as more premium um mm. for you know the right or wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. But in general, I think if you're going to have to compromise on the design of the bracelet itself because of, you know, mm. just wanting to include screws in it, I yeah. don't think that's a good thing. Mm. But then, like, yeah. on the other hand as well, like, when you actually thicken, thickens the bracelet, it it really depends on how heavy is, how top-heavy is the watch uh, itself. Mm. So yep. you got to have, like, the bracelet to have a proper weight to counterweight yep, yep, yep. the watch head, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Or else it's just gonna be feeling like a little bit flimsy and like swinging around, flinging around on your wrist when you actually adjust. Mm-hmm. I think the... you know, I think from from coming from a design perspective, uh the watch, um I don't know if you're aware, it's thirty eight point five, right? The case diameter. Thickness is twelve. Yep. So the the main point of this uh the bracelet is not really a main point, but the focal point uh, that we for for us, you know, when it comes to creating a bracelet like this, is to is to make sure that you know the proportions are uh, are just right, mm. right. So we we were quite concerned. I, I, now I'm being very transparent here because uh, I don't know if you're aware. I don't know if you guys listened to that previous episode with Manuel, but he did say that this is something uh, that you know you don't get in a watch world. You don't have like open discussions like this. And I'm I'm trying to channel that spirit that he was trying to uh, communicate with everyone mm-hmm. to be as open as possible. To the extent possible and this is one of the challenges that we faced so you know we the whole point of the sd1 um, is to create a very nimble skin diver yep. mm-hmm. you know you don't want to create unnecessary heft on different parts of the watch mm-hmm. so yeah i mean you guys gave some pretty good uh feedback i think and definitely something i had to look into because you know the screw the screw is definitely easier for for anyone for people who are not people who don't have tools to try to um, resize the watch. Because I had to go through using like proper watchmaker tools to resize a push pin because it's, it's, you know, it's not easy to get it, get out the first time. Right. So the assembly is a little bit tight and uh, yeah, it's, it's not easy for uh, if I'm going through so much trouble, I can't imagine someone with no tools, you know, trying to resize it themselves because mm-hmm. not everyone wants to go to see a watchmaker mm-hmm. these days because COVID, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Plus, and and they're also not open. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are open. Yeah, so something we have to look into, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, all things considered, in the grand scheme of things, um, our delivery timeline is maintained. First batch will go out in October. Everything looks great so far, apart from the small changes that we have mm-hmm. to. Uh, consider mm-hmm. um i have the blue one with me for now i'll probably be getting the uh, the black one end of this month and we are actually working on a limited edition i cannot announce yet uh, a, a very hot color mm-hmm. for oh, the year so, and so hot i think you guys can can guess what is it i'm not gonna <laughs> uh, i wonder i wonder yeah. hmm. so many colors are hot this year though yeah red well, there's blue, a, there's a it's like orange. it's like so hot that it has to like go under the sea and then tra- like migrating from one continent to other. Okay, what the fuck are you <laughs> on, Vincent? Whatever that you're drinking, I want some of that. I agree. Yeah, yeah. can I have some? Yeah. Dude, don't hog what it. What are you man. drinking? It's, it's, <laughs> called, it's called the salmon, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not a salmon. 
Summer wouldn't look good on a, on a fumé dye. Definitely not. <laughs> it looks disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So with the skin diver, I mean, look out for it. I believe mm-hmm. it's pre-orders now. Yep. Uh, go to datrish.com. We're still on the pre-order uh, phase. We're running nice. out soon. So um, mm. you want to secure one, make sure yeah. you hit, you know, check us yeah, out. Yeah, but Baila. Yeah. Baila, you know, listen to that voice. Give yeah, it. Just, give just, just listen to the watch speaking to you. Yeah, just listen to us, these four voices. Keep the money, man. Yes. Keep up the money. Baila. May this haunt you in your sleep. Baila. I think, right, guys, like, I know we're doing, like, stickers. Oh, foreshadowing. We're doing, we might be doing. We may or may not be doing stickers. Oh, yeah. We may or may not. Maybe we should do, like, we should do, like, an audio book as well. Just Baila. Baila. Maybe, like, ringtones. It's, like, an hour hour of Baila. Yeah. Or maybe we can change up the intro or the outro. Just Baila. No, no, no. So, here's right. We just put an endless loop of Baila. And then you have two choices. So, one is you can plug it into your ears when you go to bed. Yeah. yeah. So it's like subliminal messaging to encourage yeah. you to buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing that you can do is you can plug in, let's say, you know, AirPods or whatever with yeah. transparency mode. Mm-hmm. And then you walk into the watch store with it playing in your ears. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So you're in a trance, right? And you don't yeah. think yeah. of any and you don't have any distractions when yeah. you're yeah. trying to you're surrender on your the mission. Card. Yeah. Or buy. yeah, or you can just like get a person strapped up onto the chair if he has like difficulties of like choosing buy or not to buy. Yeah. Yeah, Just guys, show you know, easier. Yeah. yeah, guys, if you want some help, you know, purchasing uh, assistance, mm-hmm. yeah, drop me an email, man. Yeah, <laughs> Marshall, Marshall will be really happy. We'll, to uh, we'll give you, you a very good rate and then, and then uh, we'll, we'll assist you through your first purchase. It's just going to be a nice. voice message with Baila. No, or I'll, I'll guide you through it. Like, all of us will be present and we'll... Uh, We'll like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll just like look out for the guys who are. Well, I mean, we, we can we can always put it out to our listeners and decide which which one they prefer. Mm. Right? Yeah, right, whether yeah. like a pre-recorded message or like yeah. you know an on-the-go kind of. Or, thing. or maybe like if you need help in making a decision on what watch to buy, let yeah. us know. We'll put out a poll and then yeah, we'll take yeah. it from there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, free consultation services. No, nothing is free. What are you talking about, Vincent? Oh, we have man. no sponsors yet. Okay, we, uh, we might mean... have, but but you know, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta make that bread, you know. Speaking of first one, speaking mm. of listening to our listeners, uh, mm. so there's so we we there's also a carryover segment from uh, the Casey mm. and John John mm. show, mm. which uh, well, you know, we we kind of switch things around with the with the John John and Maddox show, right? Yep. It's absolutely not because I completely missed out. This because it wasn't showing on my messages. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but we have the, we have our listeners' lounge, which um we had a very important question that we we posed this week, right? Yeah. On um, yeah. Well, okay, see, it was on your my your, account. Uh, yeah. Account. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to introduce our our poll for this week? Yeah, sure. So, so last week, one of the things we were talking about was um, this this YouTube channel that got taken down. Yeah, and because it was featuring fake watches on the channel, mm-hmm. and so sort of doing comparisons between the fake one and the real one. Yeah, and so you know we were talking about you know is there ever a good reason to yeah. have these sort of fake watches? Um, is it a good idea to have uh, these sort of yeah. videos? And you know we, we we sort of went on about that. So. Go back and check out the previous episode if you haven't already. Uh, but basically, I put up a poll. Mm-hmm. And the poll was, should you allow fake watches? Uh, fake watches in general should not yeah. be allowed. Mm-hmm. But in generally, people accept one exception, which is this. You know, making videos or posts or articles, mm-hmm. comparing real to fake and telling people what to look out for. Yeah. Right? So I, I, put it, I put it up as a question, should it be allowed or not? 
mm-hmm. like are fixed inexcusable for any reason. And 55 people voted that it should be allowed, mm-hmm. whereas only 17 people said no. It's mm-hmm. inexcusable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's I think that's part of what we discussed, you know, like how um having fake watches and stuff sort of drives traffic. Yeah. Hmm. And in this case, yes, we can see that there is a reason for this because there is a market for this. People do want to see these videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I also asked them to elaborate on their opinions. Yeah. Uh, the first one we're going to look at, uh, I think we should probably keep this one anonymous as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, just, yeah. just in case. Yeah. Uh, the first one is from this listener who says, the reason they exist is to target the uneducated and the stupid. So educate the masses. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. My, my take on this is uh, people who go out to buy fake watches know what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And people who uh, actually need to be aware of this are the people who are looking to buy real watches yeah. mm-hmm. but are getting fooled into it. And that's a whole different story. Yeah. Because that's di- totally different from intentionally buying a fake one. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna go to like some pasamalam or night market um, to those who <laughs> don't understand Malay, which would be the vast majority of this of our listeners. Um, yes, you're not gonna go there and like expect to find anything genuine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like exactly. you know, you're not gonna get a Rolex for like fifty ringgit. Yeah, so um, you know what so, you're doing. So exact exactly, like if you're if you're out looking for a fake to deceive people or yourself, you know what you're doing. You know what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Whereas it's like these, these videos exist purely for the people who actually want them, who, who want to know how to differentiate a fake from real when yeah. they're looking for a, for a genuine watch. But I guess in a way, this guy is also saying, you know, that the reason they exist is to target the people who don't know. Yeah. Hmm. So to, to sort of trick these people into buying fake ones. Right, so you know, I I can understand that point of view, I guess. Yeah. Right, but again, how many people are actually looking at mm. these videos to educate themselves? I mean, I, I would I would say using the word uneducated and stupid is maybe a bit harsh because <laughs> that's not necessarily the case. Like they're targeting, yeah. they're trying to fool people. It's not. Yeah. It's not because you are stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, moving on to our next listener, who says, it should be allowed for educational purposes, especially if the channel tells people not to buy. Yeah. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I don't part- particularly agree, because I think we mentioned last week about how any exposure for fake watches mm-hmm. is it's good so, exposure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And also, you know, sort of having these... Uh, you, you have the people making these fake watches looking at these videos yeah. for sure because mm-hmm. they're looking on how to improve and the easiest way is to just google that and hey look there's a video on it so mm-hmm. take that learn from it and make a better fake so yeah i don't know uh personally it's I, a double-edged sword honestly mm-hmm. and yeah and then i think another point you have to, to really talk about is you know these videos right sometimes you see them leaving sneaky links at the bottom in the description mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. so does that mean that they're giving you an option to go yeah and, yeah mm. right that's a good point as well mm. but either way i am I'm, I'm with you casey i don't i don't really know what to uh where to take the stand on this i just 
yeah yeah i'll just avoid it altogether <laughs> yeah yeah uh, okay yeah, like um i think <clears throat> one of the responses also said that some like that that channel that got taken on particular also promotes some of these aliexpress copies right mm-hmm. ah okay so like there you go i think that that kind yeah, of goes I, back to mm. the intentions of the channel. Yeah, because right? I think there was a little bit more elaboration on this. And they were saying that on this channel, a lot of the videos were homages versus the real thing. Yeah. yeah. But of course, <coughs> when we say homage, we really mean an exact copy with a different brand on it, mm. right? Because a vast majority of AliExpress um, homages yeah. are basically the exact same design yeah mm-hmm. instead of having rolex on dial you have like whatever design or, yeah. or whatever brand i was hoping not to give them publicity but yeah that's the one so, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that, that's that's pretty much we'll just bleed um, that out <laughs> <laughs> we can yeah but yeah so mm. yeah definitely that's that's definitely a part of it as well and it's a very blur line mm-hmm. yeah. between those sort of homages and actual fakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think yeah. it really brings us back to the whole argument of you know homage watches at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know man. I don't know where to even <laughs> where, where do you draw the boundaries of like being a, yeah. of being an know. homage and Honestly, a copy, I don't know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that's a discussion that We've had before. The age old discussion, like, yeah, it's happening everywhere, like, every day. Yeah, we will continue to have it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll never end for sure. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, another one of our listeners says, um, it's education that fights the ignorance Mm. on which a good portion of the fake market thrives. And we kind of did, we did touch on that, um, answering like the first, in the first response. So, because here's the thing though, they say good portion of the fake market. I'm not sure how many people buy fake watches in order to pass it off as real mm-hmm. versus the number of people who just buy fake watches because they want a fake watch. Because mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain that there's a very good number of those as well. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There, I, I, I definitely am sure that there are people out there who are buying fake watches because, hey, you can't tell the difference from the real thing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure how much of that is true. And again, it comes back to the whole thing about, you know, raising awareness that, hey, there are great copies out there. Why not just buy those? Mm-hmm. Right. So moving on to another one. Oh, look, our big boy is here. Yes. Mm. Big boy, would you like to elaborate? I think I guess this one's not anonymous because yeah. you're here on the podcast. Yeah, I'm here on the podcast. Tell us what you think. So um, what, I, what I wrote is that it takes a few fake purchases to educate a larger public. So mm-hmm. right. um, uh, I... I take it as a as a case where it's just like health healthcare and stuff like that. So um, people who who are like I don't know drug addict and then they uses like the what do you call that the syringe? Right. Yeah. Instead of not giving them the syringe at all, mm-hmm. uh, and then you increase the risk of other other like health. Uh, yeah, AIDS, yeah, AIDS, B, yeah, etc. Exactly. Yeah? So, uh, rather than promoting other health conditions, you just give them mm-hmm. the syringe, and yeah, you don't prevent, but you just raise that awareness. Yeah, I mean, right. you do you do prevent those other those other things, but you still mm-hmm. you still let people uh, continuing, you know, 
doing that certain thing. Right. But in this case, does that mean the people who... Are you are you equating drug addicts with people who buy fake watches? <laughs> <laughs> they're not the same, but in the case study... Same, same, but different. Of, yeah, same, same, but different. Yeah, disclaimer. If you buy fake watches, you're not you're drug, drug addict. addict. <laughs> by the way. And if you're butthurt by that... Uh, hey, if the shoe you know fits, you know, feel free to uh, yeah. at Marsh underscore Kai. <laughs> I don't give a shit, so. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's my take, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, the, I think there's definitely no right or wrong mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. right? So, I, I can see things going either way and I don't, I don't even want to say mm. what is right and what is wrong. Mm. I think everyone has their own opinions and it looks based, like, based on the poll, we are in the minority, right, John? And I think Marsh as well. I think mm. the three of us seem to be in the minority here. Mm. Yeah, generally mm. speaking, a lot of people seem to think that this is a good idea and that education is important. And I, I don't think that's wrong. I don't think we can say that's wrong. You know, uh, but yeah, I, I would, I would say, um, regardless of whether or not you are giving exposure to fakes on YouTube or mm-hmm. wherever, that's mm-hmm. always like the. The counterfeit industry is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. It's always changing. Yeah. Also, it's really up, yeah. right. that's true. I, that's true. At the end of the day, it's it's not really the consumers. Um, it's it's not for the consumer to affect the market. It's it's for the um, the brands to actually take take action mm-hmm. against right. against the um, yeah. the counterfeiters. Yep. Like there's mm-hmm. only I mean, yeah, you can you can end you can you can stop buying fakes. Yep. But they're always going to be produced anyway because mm-hmm. there's yeah. always going to be someone out there who wants to mm-hmm. con someone else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I agree. So, um, our next listener says, and I think this is so true, oh my mm. lord, it is impossible to care about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 Let's just roll with that. There's so much... Um, you know, obviously, there's so much shit that, that goes on in this hobby. I think, why not focus on the good stuff? Mm-hmm. Why bother with this? Like, don't just don't buy it. You know, it's simple as that. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's. I think. I think for us, the way I, at least the way I look at it, it's just like, yeah, can't afford it, then save save up for it or don't buy it. You know, it's else. it's yeah. just a watch. At the end of the day, chill. You're not gonna die or anything. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, I think that's as simple as it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, another reply. Uh, this one's a long one. It's a three-part reply. Oh God! Whoa. Okay. Uh, I think with... I think I think we should I think we should end end with this one. End with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we can go to the next one. Who says it should be allowed to show what to look out for yeah. for education, but not to promote or link? Yeah, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think that that kind of corresponds with a lot of the responses yeah. we've had so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. Another one says, many learn how to caution themselves against fakes on the secondary market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, again, yeah. Like, I, think, I think a lot, of, a lot of the responses come from an educational standpoint, right? Yeah, yeah that, that's generally what it is. Yeah. That, uh, knowledge is power. Hmm. Yeah. But I think the problem, again, as, as Marsh mentioned, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Because yeah. that knowledge is also being used by the people yeah. making the fakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, a, it's an arms race, yeah. pretty much. Uh, so yeah, John. You yeah. Want to take I mean, so the one so like, why why I said end on this one because I think this this one brings up a very good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also going back to like what Marshall has said 
Yeah. So what um was it Nick from Orion Watches? Yeah, if I remember was correctly. The one who sort of sparked this whole yeah. discussion mm-hmm. for us. And so so this this uh listener or this response comes from a standpoint of generating revenue of YouTube channels. Yeah. Uh, or how how YouTube channels generate yeah. revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is these kind of videos. You know, like these comparison videos that generate a lot of views, hence mm-hmm. and hence revenue, right? For yeah. for the content creators, mm-hmm. and so they they kind of put in a tough spot. Like, yeah, they could be focusing on videos on, um, so it says you know they could be promoting indies or or micro brands, mm-hmm. but like it's the YouTube uh, algorithms for the ads that doesn't reward these that kind of content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so what this person said was um, the three part answer is. Yeah. Replica owners don't give a fuck mm-hmm. what the wider hobby has to say about them buying fakes. And to that, I would I would also say eh, some some takes offense to that apparently. Mm-hmm. According yeah, to apparently. that one response last week. Yeah, but I think the vast majority. <laughs> but the vast majority. I think, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those YouTube channels could be promoting indies or micro brands, but AdSense doesn't reward that. Yeah. So AdSense, for those who don't know, is the YouTube monetizing system. Mm-hmm. And in other words, YouTube content creation is tough. If you follow the eyeballs, you'll end up in the same spot as everyone else. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what it boils down to, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't... I, I Maybe we're being cynical about this, but mm. I don't think people are posting these videos purely out of the goodness of their heart mm-hmm. to educate the masses. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, they want the clicks. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna bring this up because there's a, actually a, a, a fuck ton of recent videos on why Seiko sucks now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which also like, come from like the that, same person. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> actually that's actually just all like it, it's been popping up on my recommended feed right on YouTube. Same. It's like this is ridiculous. I've been ignoring them as hard as I can. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck that. Yeah. I, <sighs> I guess, like, because end of, at the end of the day, um, it's the YouTube video's title that actually matters. Like, yeah. like what the person said about, like, AdSense, like, getting these keywords, yeah. right? And then giving you, yeah. like, trending bullshits, you know? Yeah. yeah. Cause what, what I remember from the title was something like, uh, the... This this is a watch. These are watches you shouldn't buy. Yeah. And then like on, on the video, it's like a, a guy doing like a shrug and it says unacceptable. Yeah, and then like it's, and he's holding a watch. Colorful, it's, it's, poppy. It's always, yeah. It's always colorful. the same face and the same yeah. kind of thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, screw that man. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah. It, it's I, I think no matter what we say and no matter what we think, firstly, fake watches are gonna keep getting made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And secondly, videos and articles on fake watches are also going to continue getting made. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but you know where videos and articles about fake watches aren't going to be constantly getting made? Where? Where? The Casey John and John John show. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we have no we have no revenue. <laughs> Not yet, guys. Maybe Not because yet. we don't do that. Maybe we should start doing that. Maybe we should. Maybe we should start doing that. Yeah. If you can't beat him, join him, right? Yeah. Watch out for the next episodes. Like, yeah, I we know. could actually, we could actually get finally, finally get sponsored. You know, yeah. Marshall mm-hmm. for the one Marshall year anniversary, us, perhaps. Yeah. I'll pay you peanuts. <laughs> but yeah, so so next week is our one year anniversary, and we have something quite special being lined up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So we're going to put up a questionnaire over the next week. Yeah. Uh, make sure you respond. We'll definitely be shouting it out. We'll yeah. be shouting out a lot of people because we've had quite the journey yeah. and we're looking forward to talking about it. Like who who would Casey and John John be without the listeners? Casey and John John. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, see that one and on that non-bombshell it's <laughs> <laughs> time to end this episode um, we hope you enjoyed the last um, the last alphanumerical numbered series yep. we'll be um, back to normal <laughs> numbering, numbering systems from yeah. now on <laughs> Finally. and uh, we, we hope you've enjoyed well, the last John John and Maddox show of well, this, this year well, this year of Casey and John John. <laughs> right, right, no, right. Not, not the year of 2021. <laughs> yeah, I was Casey like, what? and John John financial year. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? We got cancelled? The heck? Yes. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Casey and John John Show. The Casey and John John Show may cause abdominal discomfort, flatulence, reduced sex drive, and alcohol dependence. The Casey and John John Show is approved by one out of ten doctors. Casey and John John do not take any responsibility for any side effects experienced from listening to their podcast.